You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. This is Michelle Fern, host of Best Bets for Pets on Pet Life Radio. Today is a show like no other shows, very special. I'm very excited to have a special guest on my show, Cheryl Kay. The woman is unleashed, and we're thinking, what in the world is that about? We'll be right back. Sit, stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. It's hard to find time for your furry family member. That's where Camp Bow Wow comes in. All day play and overnight camp, daycare and boarding for dogs. Everything is included. Large play areas for fun and exercise. Spacious cabins, comfy cots, even live camper cams to watch from a computer or smartphone. Camp Bow Wow offers the best care and is the place to go where a dog can be a dog. For locations and more information, visit CampBowWow.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'm so excited to introduce Cheryl Kay. She is going to be the new host on our a new show called Unleashed. Hi, Welcome, everybody. Cheryl. Hi, everybody. So, Cheryl, we're going to talk today. I'll get. We'll get to the topic, but. We know you're a comedian. Sometimes. <laughs> and you have a lot of experience with pets. Who are your fur babies now? I have Daniel Chaiboon, who's a Maine Coon that I got at a shelter, the best $100 I've ever spent. And I have Miss Cheyenne, who is a little shy. Terrific. I mean, Maine Coons are the best cats ever. They're very dog-like. That's what I've heard, that Maine Coons are the dogs of cats. Right. So. Gentle giants. Yes, because that's Mr. D. Well, Dennis is also a rescue, and we think he is part Maine Coon because he's just, he's like a dog. And Nikki thinks so, too, who's his brother, but he's a dog. So Nikki's the dog, Dennis is the cat, and they play together like they're... You know, like they're brothers jumping on each other. You know, it's pretty funny seeing a Havanese hump a uh, Maine Coon, but that's what happens in, in the studio in, our, in my world. So what about yours? Do yours um, hump each other? No, they don't hump each other. They spoon. <laughs> but I have to tell you, when I brought, I had lost a cat, Ricky, That's and he was, I don't want to say replacement because nobody replaces the last cat. It's just... Well, love. And she was very, very sad. So I just said, I need to get another animal. She was never alone because when I got her, I had other pets. So when I went to the shelter and I brought him home and he cried a little on the way home and he was huge. They had to give me like one of their their carriers because my big one didn't fit. I mean, you know, his body stretched out. He could be in two counties. So when I brought him home, he was in the carrier and, you know, Cheyenne came out to, you know, see what was going on and she ran under the bed. He spent the entire night under the bed with her and that was it. They just became great friends. Then I got infested with fleas. I don't know why. I Nobody goes out. And I brought them to the groomer and 
I wanted to do it more than once, so I had them stay overnight, and I told her to put them in the same cage together, and once they got home, that was it. They're in love. Kind of like put them together and they'll be buddies. Right, right. They loved each other. They still do. Dennis is pretty much, well, he's buddies with Mr. Z and, and Nikki. I don't know about other cats. We haven't tried that yet. Although we have a new kind of addition to the studio group called Sammy. He's a little feral cat. He's a little scared yet, but he might become a regular studio crew member. So let's talk about what your new show is going to be like, Unleashed. I guess whatever pops in my head and maybe uh, viewers could, you know, write in and ask what somebody, what else they're not being covered that they want to talk about. But, you know, I do a lot on social media, on Facebook, as far as sharing from all of these shelters. And that would be something maybe we could talk about. And, you know, I have friends back in New York that keep a trailer for feral cats. And unless they're fixed, they just keep growing. And now, you know, one trailer, two trailers. So, you know, what my tagline is, adopt, rescue, save, and share. Sounds good. Okay, I'm a big proponent of rescues. All of our animals are rescues, and it's not to knock the breeders. They do a great job. You know, the legit breeders, they're fabulous, but I like rescues, and I like mutts. So Don't shop, adopt. Sounds good. Well, I think your show is going to be a blast to listen to. You guys don't know it, but Cheryl Kay is, she's a comedian, but she doesn't know it. I've never laughed so hard as when I'm with her. She just comes out with these things and you want to go, what in the world? And you're cracking up so hard, you're just trying not to lose it. So it's going to be a great show. It should be airing by maybe mid-end of July. I'm very excited. So are we. So let's talk about... You know, summer's coming, at least in our part of the world, it's summer. Um, Some places it's warm all the time. And there's, I know you have a lot of tips, especially for cats, about some do's and don'ts for how to keep your cat comfortable in the warm weather. What comes to mind? Well, I always leave water, definitely. And I put one ice cube in when I set the, um, you know, one of those big water things where you, you know, you tip it over because I have two cats. So animals should always have water. And also, you know, I put my fan on. I keep my AC at a regular thing. I mean, you know, Daniel is a furry little thing. I have in the past. I haven't done it yet this summer, but I have shaved him. And when he is shaved, we're talking football player. He looks like a tight end somewhere. He looks bow-legged, but you know what? He loves it. Because it's, you know, with the Maine Coon, it's all about their tail. His tail is, you know. Oh, so you leave the tail bushy. Yeah, it, they call it like a lion's cut. But he loves it, and it grows back. I brush him every day, though. I use a shredder, 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 and then I brush him every day, both of them. You have to. Yeah, uh, Dennis can use a little more brushing, and I love shaving him. Not all the other hosts that have seen him, you know, Dennis shaved think likewise, but I really like him shaved. I think it's cleaner, doesn't have all that big bushy hair all over the place. They you love know. it though. They love it. You know, they went to the beauty parlor, just like, you know, I had a standard poodle growing up, you know. He loved coming back from the groomer, all dolled up. You know, he's a French poodle. I had the shock of my life when I took Mr. Z to the groomer because it was a new groomer. 
And it's usually, it's tug of war. It's like I have to walk with them to the back. He doesn't want to leave. He's scared. And he's a big dog, but he gets into his little scaredy cat modes. Well, I go to pick him up. He doesn't want to leave. He has a little bow on. And you know, guys, 50-pound dogs, black with white markings. It's a border collie mix. They don't usually get the bows. So he has a little black and white bow on. And he takes a look at me. And he goes, hey, you're there? Okay, I'm not ready to leave this party yet. And he just goes back. And I'm thinking, what the? Come on, let's go. I know. I went to one. um, Every groomer that I've been to the last couple of years, they cry the whole time in the car because, you know, of course, they think they're going to the vet, but they're really going to the groomer. And once they walk in, well, carried in, I don't know if it's the candles they use Calm, calm, calm. I've even gone there a little earlier to pick up Daniel Boone and peaked, and they just have him on that table with, you know, however they do it. You know, they restrain a little, but not like, you know, he's not tied up, but he's loving it. He, I mean, they love to be brushed, so why wouldn't they love to be groomed? Well, I tried to wash Dennis once. It wasn't a, it wasn't pretty. It was just... No, I've done that. They. Yeah, well, they you- flip out, they freak out. He has this look and not a good idea. So besides shaving them, water, of course, is important. You know, I like the idea of the ice cube. Any other tricks that you've done over the years for any animals for summer? Well, I had many, many years ago, you know, because I'm from New York, I had a cat that went in and out and it was so hot outside. I had to take an ice cube and put it on his head. <laughs> I mean, he no, he was hot. But they, they find places in the shade. I mean, even where I am now, it's warm. But, I, you know, they go out on an enclosed patio, and they find a spot. They don't really use a lot of energy. You know, if you put something on them, they sleep a lot of the day. They rest. They need their rest for that the next life. So you said you had a funny story to share. Well, I wanted to talk about bees. Bees. Okay. Well, well, you're unleashed in your show, okay. so that's anything, anything. You but know, we're just... coming into summer, so it really would be something good to talk about. I happened to catch an article, and I saw it online somewhere, that bees, because they expend so much energy all day long, and they go to, you know, like 65 different flowers, their wings go in 65,000 times in a day, they're tired, but they're little. So they were asking if people could put little cups of water out for bees, but with marbles in them because they can't drown. They can't, you know, they're not going to. So you have to put marbles so they'll stand on the marbles and they'll lick the water. And I'm going to try it. They say with a pie tin, but I think a pie tin outside would be like baking. So I'm going to use glass or uh, terracotta, but very shallow. And then you put a lot of, you know, marbles in. And then you fill it up with water so they could stand on the marbles and lap. Listen, if we lose bees, we're in big trouble. Yes, we are. And bees provide a lot besides just honey. I know that they're, they have other secretions and the, you know, the pollen and the wax yeah. and the honeycomb. They, they supply a lot. But that is something I would never in the world have thought of to put out water for bees. I didn't either, but I'm going to. I mean, sure, why not? It's not that much effort. And if you don't have marbles, you can even use those glass pieces that you have in um, like floral arrangements right. and stuff. Yeah. But, okay, everybody listening, put out some water for bees. But don't drown them so it has to be very shallow. 
very shallow water. And they lick it. I mean, I didn't well, know they bees drink. had tongues. Well, they have to drink. Hey, they got a lot of stuff going on, bees. <laughs> they, what else do they have besides tongues? You have the worker bee, the queen bee. Is there a no, but party we'll, bee? No, maybe. That's the party bee, the worker bee. It's Friday. Yeah, that, that it is. Okay, so let's see. What about, I know you have cats now. What about your, any um, interesting canine I've had you've had for over first summer? I had a tricolor collie that my parents got the dog before I was born. And I learned how to, you know, pull up on him and walk. Brucey, 13 years. And then we got, you know, Brandy, the standard poodle, who chased after anybody in a uniform. He was, he was something, but he was a gorgeous, smart dog, and I had him for 15 years. And then, you know, numerous animals brought home, dropped off, adopted, you know, followed me home. My grandmother was really great at training. I could bring a stray home, go to school, and the next day come back. The dog could sit, stay, come. She was great with that. Any funny stories with any of your past animals? Well, where I lived on Long Island, for some reason, our front door, and these are the days where you had your front door could be open. Front, I lived in a development. Front door was open, and a policeman drove by, and he saw the front door open. So what does he think? That the house is being robbed. So, And it was one of these split levels where you walk in on one entrance, and then you go up a couple of stairs, and you're on the kitchen and living room, dining room. And the policeman walked in with his gun out, and Brandy attached himself to his leg. And it was okay because the, you know, the policeman said he was doing his job. You know, he was just sitting there at the landing. Door was open. Didn't, he wasn't looking to go anywhere. But the policeman thought something was going on. And, uh, and we had him professionally trained. And he stayed with, uh, I guess, whoever it was that trained him. You know, I was young. And he trained him. And we were supposed to meet him in the city in Central Park. They told us where to meet him. We went into Central Park and we waited. And as soon as Brandy saw my father, that was it. Ran after kids with with bicycles, with, you know, ice cream cones. That was it. So it didn't really work. Like a little bit of anything and everything. Right. Okay. We're going to take a short commercial break and we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back. Right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. When I adopted her, she was a mess. Scabs, itching, licking, missing fur, hot spots, a thin, dull coat. So I take the dog to the vet for the standard run-of-the-mill tests and treatments. No results. I hear your advertisement on the radio. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. So I get the five-pound box of Dynavite and the Lico Chops. Within a four-week total, instead of a German Shedder, I have a German Shepherd. Sheba is a 105 lean pounds of shiny, smooth, happy dog for life because she gets fed Dynavite. And the results, they're just incredibly outstanding. And she loves it. When you rescue a dog, you have to do the right thing. You've got to feed him right for life. Do the Dynavite. Dynavite for life. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Looking for the best advice on pet health, safety, and travel? Connect with the Pet Lady. Dana Humphrey, also known as the Pet Lady, will surely be in a city near you real soon. 
She will be spreading the good news for pets and pet lovers from tips on dog and cat care, pet industry trends, and the best events for you and your four-legged family members. Need a great gift idea or insights on the hottest pet gadgets? Simply follow the Pet Lady on Twitter at Pet Lady World. You can also learn more at the Pet Lady at thepetlady.net. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, from our break. Now we're going to talk about a few more tips that, you know, just some ideas for what you can do in hot weather to make your pet more comfortable. And I have a couple ideas. One is to be cautious of, you know, we walk barefoot a lot in our homes, most people, but not outside. And if we do outside, it's certainly not when it's 90 something degrees and the asphalt is so hot. So they do sell little shoes, little, uh, and I've had, you know, on Best Bets for Pets, I've had different products that have little shoes that you can put on your pets because if it's hot on, you know, if it's that hot, imagine asphalt. If your dog should have some problems with their paws. There's a lot of great products on. I've had these on my show also. There's a lot of soothing balms that you can use for cracked paws. And when it's hot like this, there's a lot of burrs and things out there. You should definitely check your fur dude's, you know, paws on a regular basis. Make sure nothing crept up in there and that sort of thing. What do you think, Cheryl? What have you had? They say if you put your hand on the asphalt and it's too hot for your hand, it's too hot for your, your dog's paw. Good tip. What about for checking inside the paws? Oh, you definitely have to check. And, you know, their nails, too. You know, they could get infected if they they get something, and then they just keep playing with it. You know, cats, they just, you know, I cut my cat's claws. I don't have them declawed. Daniel Boone is declawed, but I got him that way. And, but his, his hind legs aren't, and that's what he would use anyway, you know, if he needed to you know, duel it out with somebody. But, you know, cats shed their nails and they have scratching posts and stuff. But with a dog, you got to be careful because if it splits their nail, it could get infected. And speaking of that, I just had, and, and this isn't really a show to plug any products, but I just had the people that were the developers of a product called Clot It on my show. Listeners, if you're interested, just look up Clot It, C-L-O-T-I-T. And what happened was Nikki's nails did split just out of the blue, blood everywhere. And we were in the middle of moving the studio, craziness. And it wasn't until I think the next day that we were able to, because it happened like at midnight or something crazy time, that we were able to get the product and that works amazing. It clots the paw and it wasn't infected. Um, We had a vet look at it, no problem, but there's definitely some things you should keep on hand. I also think during the summer, especially, you know, besides the normal flea stuff and, you know, things like that. What do you keep on hand? Well, you know, some ointments I think you can use for an animal as long as they're not going to, you know, be licking it. But this clotted, I mean, it stopped the bleeding because, you know, dogs don't take blood thinners, so. No, this clotted is, is amazing. And, and 
it's what it does is kind of like in human terms, it helps the blood to clot. Like it's kind of like in how when you get a cut and you get a scab, mm-hmm. it almost makes that happen. So the bleeding doesn't continuously bleed, which is not good for owner and it's not good for the dog. Right. So, you know, you don't want your dog bleeding, you know, nonstop. But it's the same as if we cut our nail, you know, or it, our nail ripped too low, it'd be painful and it would be, you know, there's a cut. So it just stopped, and it's actually safe on humans, too. Right. And then, let's see, for summer, I always like to keep some sort of something to keep around so that if I run into ticks, I can get them out. Now, you mentioned you used something in the past for ticks that was really successful. Well, I used the old-fashioned way, which probably isn't the good way. It was, you know, you light a match, and you put it where the tick is, and he freaks out and he lifts his head out and then you just grab him with a tweezer. If not, you know, you really do have to go to the vet because I've heard of animals that were so sick they were going to be put down until the vet really decided to do a look-see and they found a tick on the dog and they took care of it and with medication and the dog was fine. But, you know, ticks carry a lot of stuff. It's, it's, it's terrible. I mean, you can't even go out in the field and, you know, pet a deer anymore. Because they could have ticks. And, you know, all these animals in the wild. True. And we don't run too much deer in South Florida, but up north, there's plenty of them. There was, I've had products on my show that were good for helping remove ticks and also helping the tick, you know, submerge. And what I try to do is just run my hands along their, you know, Zeus feels like, or Mr. Z, he feels like he's getting a little body massage. Right, you got to check you know. through their hair yeah. and everything. You got to check, you got to run your hands around them, make sure everything is cool. And I love flea combs, you know, for the cats. And Daniel, because, you know, he's got so much hair, he lays on his back, you know, just like a guy. He lays on his back with his gotkas hanging out and he rolls over. And I notice that on the side behind his whoa, ears. Whoa, whoa. With his what hanging out? Gotkus. Cockus? <laughs> Gotkus. Anyway, he's just laying there. So, and I guess it's because it's cool. But because he rolls over a lot, I noticed that he gets little knots on right behind his ear. And at first I thought, what was this? And then I realized it's knotted hair. So he knows when I get out that comb, uh-oh, I'm, I'm leaving. But I have gotten it out. And sometimes if it's really too big, but I don't let it go that long, I just cut it. Yeah, that's happened with Dennis. I just, I'll just cut, you know, if there's a, a ball of hair or something like that. But you brought up something interesting, which has nothing to do with our topic. But how can you tell? I've not, you know, in dogs, you could see their, you know, private parts, you know, boy or girl. With a cat, when we got Dennis, and this was before his big surgery, but here where he be, kind of became a Denise, but he's still a Dennis. It was beyond being fixed, but now he's all better. But how do you tell the sex of a cat? You can't really see. I think when you lift their tail, if it's um, an exclamation mark or, <laughs> or or two colons next to each other. So, okay. If, if but it's I was an lucky, exclamation Daniel point, will... is that a boy or a girl? I think that's a girl. Okay, so for cats, so, all right, this is very... Un, you know, this is nothing that's confirmed. Yeah. This is just it, what we're thinking. Look up Wikipedia. 
Yeah, we're thinking exclamation point is girl and two dots is a boy. Colon. Colon, yeah. Because right by the colon, but colon. Because they keep their privates kind of underneath, right? Yeah, but I know he has them. <laughs> well, well, whatever's well, in the letter box the is dog coming out of something, you know? Because they lift their leg, although I've known some male dogs that didn't lift their leg. They just peed like a woman. Yeah. Like a female, not a woman, a female. Well, I hope we've given you guys some great tips to think about, some ideas for summer. And I'd like to thank Cheryl Kay. Uh, oh, I would just like to one say more, one more okay. thing. I just want to say with the heat and the summer now, please do not leave your animals or your babies in the car. Oh, absolutely. Never, ever, ever leave your animals or ba- human babies, kids, any old, old, you know, relatives to take a nap. Nobody in the car. The car can <laughs> Drunken get Drunken friends. <laughs> drunk friends. Car can get to 120 degrees and just... I once was um, actually in a mall and I noticed a yapping dog called the cops and said, I don't know what the story is or what the rules, laws are here. Now it's break here. the window. Well, the cop was there and, you know, maybe 10 minutes later, this young kid came out. He goes, oh, I was in there five minutes. And I said, no, you weren't in there five minutes because I called the cop. I went inside to drop something off, came back, and you were not here. I said, do you realize your dog can die? So, no, yeah, especially in, of those of us that live in very warm climates. It's even worse during the summer. So, great tip. So, Cheryl, Kay, I would like to thank you for coming on. Thank Best you for having for me, and I look forward to uh, hearing everybody and seeing everybody and talking to everybody when the show starts. So, check it out. Yep. We look forward to hearing Unleashed. you. And it's, what is it called, Cheryl? Unleashed. Okay, folks. Unleashed. This is going to be fabulous show and i'd like to thank my guest cheryl k for coming on best bets for pets i'd like to thank mark winter for making myself and my guests sound great almost better than we are sort of i'd like to thank the fur crew and the extended fur crew and cheryl's fur crew let's see we have daniel boone cheyenne mr z nikki dennis and our latest sammy who's like a feral cat That is all part of our crew and for them, you know, trying and giving us some great tips to talk about. And thanks to all my listeners out there for listening. It is so much appreciated. We're going to have a lot of great shows coming up and keep a lookout for our Cheryl Case show, Unleashed. Thanks, and there'll be a lot more shows coming up soon. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.